the Baby Names Podcast. I'm Jennifer Moss. And I'm Mallory Moss Katz. And we're the founders and showrunners of babynames.com. And we're sisters. We are. We had a great family gathering this past week. It was so great to see all four Mossy sisters and all the nieces and nephews. I know. It was great seeing my daughter and your daughter. Yeah. What's funny, though, is we found out we probably will never have grandchildren in the near future. So there won't I be know. any Moss babies to name. They just wanted to end the line right there. I guess so. I wonder why. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's our unique personalities. Possibly. So first and foremost, since the last episode, the royal baby was born. Uh-huh. British royals William and Kate, the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge, had their third child, a boy, whose name they just announced, Prince Louis Arthur Charles. What do you think about that? Well, Little Louis's official title is His Royal Highness Prince Louis of Cambridge. <laughs> Louis is part of his father's name, William Arthur Philip Louis. Also, you can see that Arthur is also part of both princes' names and that both use the name of a grandfather, Charles and Philip. Definitely. You know, now there has never been an official King Louis of England, although there were 19 King Louis of France, which I thought was interesting because, you know, England and France has always been a little adversarial. Um, and mm -hmm. one of the French King Louis, the seventh, ruled England for a short amount of time between 1216 and 1217. Hmm. Yeah, and this baby Louis will be the fifth in line for the throne in about a hundred more years when <laughs> Queen Elizabeth passes. I mean, she just celebrated what birthday was it? I think she has a picture in the attic that keeps her younger and younger. Yeah, I think it was the 92nd birthday. So after QE2, the line of succession is William's father, Prince Charles, then William, his firstborn son, George, then Charlotte, then Louis. And I'm kind of glad Charlotte is in there. That surprised me. I wasn't sure whether they kept the women, the girls, in line for the throne. And I'd love to see a Queen Charlotte someday, but it probably won't happen in my lifetime. And can I just say the best headline for the royal baby? Yeah, what's that? Kate Middleton gave birth to a literal human and is now wearing heels. <laughs> yeah, she looked pretty great. <laughs> that was on rack. Oh my God. So who was she wearing? Not sure, but I was wearing my Manolo Blahniks when I read the article. A noise. Some more celebrity baby news later in this episode. So now we're going to talk about stage names, pen names, and pseudonyms. Today's episode is all about the pseudonyms. Pseudonyms are names you take on for the purpose for masking your identity or creating what is now called a personal brand, usually in concordance with a career or creating some medium of art. For example, actors, writers, artists, careers where you might want to be in the spotlight. Yeah, back in the old Hollywood days, it was really common for an actor to change his or her name to make it like more palatable for the audience or more memorable for their public. 
So back in the early days of Hollywood, they had what was called a studio system, meaning an actor or actress basically signed with the studio as an extra or a minor player and kind of worked their way up to being a star. And many times the studio's PR department would actually choose a name for a starlet. Uh, with or without their consent. I mean, if they were that interested in you, you pretty much did everything you could to cooperate. We won't go into everything they did to cooperate, unfortunately. Mm, yeah, they did some bad stuff, too. Now, there are several reasons the studio system would change an actor's name. One, like I said, was to be more memorable, yeah, a name that was easy to remember. But also in the early days of Hollywood between World War I and World War II, your name could not be too ethnic. Like you've probably heard the phrase, will it play in Peoria, talking about the old movies. And that meant that they were marketing to the people in the example of Peoria, Illinois, which was white, middle class, and the Midwest average family. Now, an exception to that rule was if the persona was supposed to be exotic, like Rudolph Valentino or Carmen Miranda. Rudolph's brand was tied to being the mysterious exotic foreign lover, and Carmen was the happy-go-lucky Latina icon with the fruit on her head. And as you can see, they stereotyped a lot. Rudolph Valentino was originally named get this and of course jennifer gave me this part <laughs> rudolfo rudolfo alon oh no let's try it again rudolfo alfonso raffaello pierre filbert guglielmo de valentina de antaguela i can see why they changed that name i can see why they changed that name too that is not memorable but rudy valentino was a star Judy Garland was Frances Gum. And of course, Marilyn Monroe changed her name from Norma Jean Baker. Norma Jean sounded too country bumpkin of a name to attach to the sexy screen siren persona that she herself created. The studios also changed many names that sounded Jewish. Some famous Jews who changed their names included Kirk Douglas, whose name was Isur Danielovich Dembski. His parents were Jewish immigrants from Belarus. Mm. Jerry Lewis, who was Jerome Joseph Levitch. Judy Holliday was Judith Tuvim. And then we have Helen Mirren, who's still out there working. Yeah. Hel Helen Lydia Moranoff. And then we have Bob Dylan, Robert Allen Zimmerman, Rodney Dangerfield, Jacob Cohen, and Jason Alexander of Seinfeld fame, J. Scott Greenspan. Interesting. Some famous families even changed their names. Actor Martin Sheen's real surname is Estevez, which he changed. And his actor son, Charlie, took the name Sheen, although he was born Carlos Estevez. And then the other actor son, Emilio, took the birth name Estevez. Um, which I think is interesting. Martin's wife, Janet, took the surname Sheen, although he never had it changed legally. Hmm. He said that whenever he would go for a casting call, an appointment, um, there would always be some hesitation when he said his last name was Estevez. So he invented Martin Sheen and started getting cast when he used a more 
white bread surname. And he said he never changed it officially. It's Estevez is still on his driver's license and his passport. And he kind of regrets changing the name. He said he wished he kind of would have kept with his original surname and that it, it made his dad a little sad. Yeah, I can imagine. It's too bad that it had to be that way in Hollywood. Yeah, and there, I mean, it's still that way sometimes. Um, comedian, TV personality John Stewart dropped his surname of Leibowitz. Stewart is actually his middle name. Natalie Portman was born Netta Lee Hirschlag, and she said that she took her paternal grandmother's maiden name Portman as her stage name to, quote, protect the family's privacy. Other contemporary stars have changed their names, but for other reasons, Mm -hmm. sometimes just to make it sound better or more Hollywood. Jamie Foxx changed his name from Eric Marlon Bishop. Leah Michelle's last name was Sephardi. Sarfati. Sarfati, you're right. Jonah Hill's last name was Feldstein. Bruno Mars was Peter Jean Hernandez. And then we have Winona Ryder, who's in what show right now? Stranger Things. Stranger Things, that's right. And her original name was Winona Laura Horowitz. Nicholas Cage changed his name from Nicholas Kim Coppola because of his famous uncle Francis Ford Coppola. He said he wanted to prove that he could make it on his own and not with the family juice. And the whole Phoenix family, like Joaquin Phoenix, River, Rain, Liberty, and Summer, all actors in their own rights, their family real last name is Bottom. And their mom and dad had joined a cult, and they were entrenched in the cult. And then when they finally got out, uh, the mom and dad decided to change the family's surname to Phoenix to represent their new beginnings. Yeah, the stars have written extensively about the cult. And if you look it up online, it is a very sad and tragic situation. Take a look. Yeah. And also, there are some men that definitely take on names to sound tougher, like Vin Diesel. His original name is Mark Sinclair, which sounds uh, not so tough. It's just a normal (laughs) name. Not as tough as Vin Diesel. Yeah, Vin Diesel. And Marilyn Manson was Brian Hugh Warner. So (laughs) that doesn't quite match uh, the visuals there. Um, I remember... Remember one of my favorite jokes from Saturday Night Live was back when musician Sid Vicious of the Sex Pistols was arrested for murder. On Weekend Update, they said prior to the trial, Sid Vicious has decided to change his name to Sid. Not so bad once you get to know him. <laughs> Now, there are some instances where the typical American audience would have a hard time pronouncing a name, like George Michael's original birth name, and you have to bear with me, Georgios Kyriakos Panayoto. I don't even know if I'm saying that correctly. I'm surprised you didn't give me that one to say. (laughs) So what about those people who drop their surnames and become one like Cher or Madonna or Prince? What's that called? That's actually called a mononym, and it's usually used for branding purposes. Now, Cher's original name was Sherilyn Sarkeesian, and that's an Armenian surname. Madonna is Madonna Louise Ciccone, very Italian. 
Kesha is Kesha Rose Siebert. Drake was Aubrey Drake Graham. Um, and the people who grew up with Degrassi know that. Pink is Alicia Moore. Zendaya is Zendaya Marie Stormer Coleman. Prince was, as you know, Prince Rogers Nelson. Sting is Gordon Matthew Sumner, Fergie, Stacy Ann Ferguson, and we can't forget the Donald. More on the name Donald in our Q&A. Yes. Not only did Prince have a mononym, but later in his career, he did something groundbreaking. He changed his name to a symbol. Oh, yeah, that was a cool symbol. Why did he do that? Well, in 1993, he had a contractual dispute with Warner Brothers, and the record company actually trademarked his name, Prince. They trademarked his own name? That's crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. The company literally owned the name Prince, and all related music marketed under Prince as well. He related it to slavery, and as a rebellion, he changed his name to an unpronounceable symbol, also known as the love symbol. Prince said, quote, It's an unpronounceable symbol whose meaning has not been identified. It's all about thinking in new ways, tuning into a new frequency. They also called him in the media the artist formerly known as Prince or abbreviated it as AFCAP, A-F-K-A-P. You know, uh, as an aside, Prince named his son Boy. Boy Gregory Nelson. Now, there are also some elevated stage names like Lady Gaga, whose original name is Stephanie Joanne Angelina Germanata, and Queen Latifah. And I heard that she doesn't really let people call her queen because her name is Dana, Dana Elaine Owens. Now, um, this has been a long tradition of writers to take on what's called pen names or nom de plumes. Mm-hmm. For example, Stephen King published under a pseudonym Richard Bachman because he wanted to publish more frequently and in genres other than what he was known for, which was horror. He said in an interview that he came up with his pseudonym on the fly while on the phone with his publisher. He had a Richard Stark book on his desk and a song by Bachman Turner Overdrive was playing in his office. So (laughs) there was Richard Bachman. Now, author J.K. Rowling's original name was just Joanne Rowling with no middle name. And anticipating that her target audience of young boys might not want to read a book written by a woman, her publishers asked that she go by two initials. And since she had no middle name, she chose K for Kathleen as the second initial after her grandmother. Then, after she became really famous for the Harry Potter books, she wanted to release new novels in the crime genre, Uh, to a neutral audience and felt that she was too identified with fantasy and the Harry Potter series. So she chose the name Robert Galbraith as her pen name for these adult targeted books, but it just got out really quickly that it was still J.K. Rowling. So that was kind of a bust. Yeah, if you can't keep it in the bag, then you know what? It doesn't really matter. Yeah, now Nora Roberts, who is known for her romances, wanted to write a series of mysteries. So similarly, she used the name J.D. Robb for her mystery series because Nora Roberts was too identified with the romance genre. 
Okay, so let's talk a little bit about some of our older founding fathers. Ben Franklin used pen names such as Busybody, <laughs> Benevolous, Martha Careful, Polly Baker, and let's see, maybe Kalia Shortface, Silence Do Good, Alice Addertongue, Harry Meanwell, Anthony Afterwit, and Richard Saunders of Poor Richard's Almanac. He did it at first to get articles past his brother, James Franklin, who is the founder and publisher of the New England Courant. Yeah, in fact, during the 18th century, it was really common for writers to use pseudonyms or false names when they created newspaper articles or letters to the editor um, because of their political views, and they didn't really want to be identified with maybe some radical political views like maybe we have to separate from England one of these days. Other writers who have used pseudonyms or pen names are Ayn Rand, who was originally Elisa Zivovneva Rosenbaum, screenwriter Diablo Cody, her real name is Brooke Busey, Dr. Seuss was Theodore Seuss Geisel, Lemony Snicket of the children's books, is named Daniel Handler. And let me tell you what, I met Lemony Snicket or Daniel Handler. We waited in line for hours to meet him. I'm so jealous. (laughs) And he is much more of a Lemony Snicket than he is a Daniel Handler. He was a little unusual, to say the least. Talk about unusual. Uh, Famed author Anne Rice Her real name is, get this, Howard Allen Francis O'Brien. She was a Howard woman. Um, We talked a little bit about Stan Lee in the last episode. His real name is Stanley Martin Lieber. And he decided to change it for the comics because he wanted it short and sweet. And he actually, it took him a long time, but he changed it legally because he said people started writing contracts and writing checks out to Stan Lee. And it got to be so much of a burden that he had two names that he changed his surname from Stan Lee Lieber to Stan Lee. Of course, we couldn't list every celebrity in the entire history of the world who changed their name. So if you want to see a comprehensive list of celebrities that have changed their names and what their original birth names are, go to babynames.com, click on Celebrities, and choose Celebrity Real Names. And now for one of our favorite segments, it's Celebrity Baby News. Now we talked about the royal couple, but maybe you didn't know that Kate Middleton's sister, Pippa, is reported to be pregnant with her first child with husband James Matthews. A rep for Pippa declined to comment about the pregnancy rumor, though. So more information to come. I wonder if the baby's, if it's a girl, is going to have cute little hats. I bet it will. I bet it will. Dwayne Johnson and girlfriend Lauren Hashian had a baby girl and named her Tiana Gia Johnson. 
Tiana is a short form of Tatiana or Christiana. She joins older sisters Jasmine, two, and Simone, 16. Oh, The Rock was so cute in his picture on Instagram holding little Tiana. For those of you out there listening, you have to go look it up. It's also on our Celebrity Baby blog. Two of my favorite actors, Claire Danes of Homeland fame and Hub Hugh Dancy of The Path and Hannibal, are expecting their second child. She says she's well into the second trimester and is not going to find out the gender. Danes and Dancy were married in 2009 and already have one son, Cyrus, who's five years old. Now, if there are two actors that know how to play crazy, those are it. <laughs> I'm telling you, they're just amazing. I love both those actors, and I like to see that they've been married as long as they have. Let's go for nine more, if at least 90. Last episode, we reported that Khloe Kardashian had a baby girl, and right after we released it, it was announced that her name is True Thompson. True is a family name on her mom Chris's side. Chris's grandfather, or the baby's great-great-grandfather, was named True Otis Houghton, and Chris's father had it as his middle name, and he was Robert True Houghton. I am a fan of the name True. I think it's really cute. You know I love Truly Scrumptious. And another one of my childhood doll's names, in addition to Bing Kong Kunk, was Trudy. And I still have Trudy sitting on my shelf. Although it could be considered an expectation name like Chastity and Honor, indicating that the child will be faithful or will always tell the truth, um, that is something I tend to advise against. But in this case, I think True Thompson is really cute. I don't know. I mean, I do like the name Trudy, I guess. And I like the name Truly, I think would be a great comeback. Mm-hmm. But there's something about the name True that rubs me the wrong way. Um, maybe T-R-U I would like. But T-R-U-E just, I don't know, just doesn't do it for me okay john stamos 54 and his wife caitlin McHugh, who's 32 welcomed their first child together a baby boy named billy after john's father william stamos um it's not clear if billy is his full given name Stamos claims that McHugh's birthing from start to finish was 20 minutes. What? If so, then she just needs to go live on an island. I just can't with that. Because I still remind my daughter that I was in labor for 30 hours on every one of her birthdays. And when she's mean to me. (laughs) Across the pond, Scottish conservative leader Ruth Davidson has announced she is pregnant with her first child and partner, Jen Wilson. The baby is due late fall. Ruth and Jen have been together since 2014 and announced in March that their IVF efforts were successful. Good luck. I wish them all the best. Indian tennis players Sania Mirza and former Pakistani cricket captain Shoaib Malik are expecting their first child. 
Mirza, 31, has won six Grand Slam doubles titles, including Wimbledon in 2015. She is one of the biggest stars in Indian sports and has almost 25 million followers combined on her social accounts. Sonia is originally an Arabic name, meaning splendid or brilliant. Now, are you sure it's Sonia or Sonia? I don't know. Could be Sonia. We should look that up. I will look it up. Do. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's how sisters relate to each other. Don't tell me what to do. (laughs) I'm going to tell you what to do. All right, and now on to our Q&A segment. It's an interesting one this week, and it'll be very controversial, so listen in. Okay. So I received an email through the support line that said, Hi there. I know this may sound a bit far-fetched, but it is only my opinion that Donald Trump should be removed from the notes about the name Donald. Yes, he is 45th president of the U.S. and was famous long before he ran, but I think he's too controversial of a figure to be under there. Just my opinion, though, and if you can't remove him, I understand. From Jack Wood. And I'll read you my answer to him. Hi, Jack. On babynames.com, we try to list the most famous or infamous people under the most popular names in our database. We do this so that if a parent is considering the name for their baby, they might consider the universal association with it. The fact is that Donald Trump was, is, and always will be one of the more famous Donalds. To eliminate a U.S. president because we don't believe in his politics or because he's too controversial would be the same thing as intentionally leaving out facts in a news article. And if we eliminated Trump under the name Donald, then do we eliminate Hitler's name under the name Adolf? Where do we stop? Sincerely, Jennifer. And then I got feedback for posting that because I posted that on my blog. So I got another message from somebody named DJ Brumby. He says, he or she, I should say, Hello, whoever reads this, please pass this on to Jennifer if you are not she. In her response, she wrote that the site could not remove a name because of not agreeing with his politics or because he is too controversial. I understand the name will stay on the site. And her other stated reason, essentially to warn parents who may want to avoid naming a child after an infamous figure, of course, makes sense. But to claim this is a matter of mere controversy or mere political disagreement is either incredibly obtuse or incredibly something worse. Treason, sedition, and deliberate dismantling of the U.S. government, the unconstitutional abuse of the office for personal enrichment, and to get personal revenge on anyone who makes any fact about him he does not like known public, the deliberate destruction of the rule of law, and quite blatantly not mere politics we disagree with, in quotes. To characterize the listed actions and words of this man as something that some merely political disagree with is at best complete. Complacently, willfully ignorant. Mal, what is your take on this controversy? Well, I think it is our responsibility to include all names that are associated with the name in question, whether 
some people like the person, whether some people don't like the person. I think that all presidents should certainly be included, no matter how controversial. There are certainly people who abhor the current president, and there are people who revere the current president. And it is our job to document the the names on our website. Our politics, whatever they may be, should not be involved in what we include and what we don't include. Well said. I mean, I consider us kind of a dictionary, and you don't put in or leave out dictionary words uh, depending on your personal beliefs or how horrific they are. Donald is one of my favorite names because it's the name of my father. Yes, our father's name is Donald, but that has no bearing on who we put in the listing. Yeah, absolutely. So we want to hear your opinion. Should Donald Trump be kept in the name listing under Donald in the babynames.com database? Write us and tell us at podcast at babynames.com or tag us on social. We are all over the social networks Mm -hmm. with the screen name at babynames.com with the D-O-T spelled out. Thank you for listening. And stay tuned for future episodes where we will talk about a variety of name topics, take your questions on names and naming, and gab about all the celebrity names in the news. And we love our listeners, whether you're listening in Washington, Iowa, Topeka, Kansas, Luxembourg, Hungary, Slovakia, India, India. You know, if you know how to pronounce names that we're not pronouncing right, you go ahead and you call us or you send an email. We want to hear from you. We love every one of you. Thank you so much. And if you want to leave a voice message for us that we could play on the air, Just call us at area code 702-848-5510. That's 702-848-5510. Leave us a message and then indicate whether we have the permission to play it on our podcast. And one of the things you could do is if you and your partner want to call in and explain what you like and what you don't like about a name and have us weigh in, we'd be delighted to do it. But remember, our opinions are no holds barred. And they are just that, our opinions. Mm -hmm. So take them with a grain of salt. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next episode. Bye, guys. Bye.